I think we did a pretty good job. You know, we for the most part. The Sonic thing has been fun. I didn't realize y'all had so many strong takes about drive through or drink etiquette. I'm learning a lot on the show today. I feel like that's big. You never stop learning. You never stop learning. What do we we all have to speak in um everything has to be shortened. That's the Kevin Henry way. <laughs> NSL around here on the Plank Show, man. Never stop learning. Uh, hey, you have a coach's show tonight, right? Norman no. Baseball, 6 o'clock, krefsports.tv. Should yep. be fun. All kinds of great coverage. Uh, Connor and his crew do, do a great job on all the high school activities. krefsports.tv. Then we are wheels up to Las Vegas. Is, you finally, are you, is it bright and early tomorrow? Tomorrow morning. Bright and early. Are you ready? Jim in Arlington seems concerned. This is, are you ready for Las Vegas? You ready to let the dogs out? The hangover edition, baseball style. I'm bunking with you, Phil. <laughs> I think you'll have a blast, man. I'm pumped for you. So are they playing at UNLV? It's at Las Vegas Ballpark. Oh, that's the double-A ballpark, I think. Yes! Ooh, Josh. That's big time. They, uh... I think it's the number one minor league ballpark in the country. I didn't know they were playing there. Bro, that's awesome. Looks pretty Look sweet. Look at that. Very cool. Will you find out if the A's are going there or not? Because I don't know what's going on there. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do some digging for us. All right, you ready for the top five stories today? Giddy up. Sports time, sports time, brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. Newcastle Casino, I-44, exit 107, online at newcastlecasino.com. Big story, number five. Number five. Congratulations all the way around to the OU men's golf team. Ryan Hibble's crew out in Vegas. Led after 36 holes, but ended up coming from behind to beat Auburn at the Southern Highlands Collegiate on Tuesday. Jay Summy finished as the runner-up, 666 yesterday to power the Sooners to victory. It's the 41st win under head coach Ryan Hibble. It marks the 14th stroke play win for the Sooners in the last three seasons. That's amazing. That is Amazing. All right, let's learn more about this Jay Summy kid. I'm I'm intrigued. Paint me intrigued for the sophomore, uh, who was an All Big Twelve performer last year, but seems like he's uh seems like he stepped his game up a little bit. Heating up, baby. Congrats to Ryan Hibble and his golf crew. And I had one other sooner note that I wanted to get to. Oh, let's see here. Oh yeah, congratulations are also in order, as we had the. Big 12, Julia Garcia-Ruiz was in the Big 12 Player of the Week on the women's side. And on the men's side of tennis, congratulations to Alex Martinez, first Big 12 Player of the Week. All right, anything else OU-related before we get to hoops? We're bookending this with Sooner stuff. OU men's golf, Sooner Nation updated five. Uh, OU Texas, OU Iowa State at one, just to kind of give it away here. For those of you who just can't wait for number one. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler. Number four? Number four. Oh. Well, last night it was a game that started a little bit too late for most of us. 
but in national our, TV, in our in uh, never-ending commitment to bringing you the most comprehensive Thunder coverage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Josh was front and center. I was sitting on my couch, and OKC took care of business. And in this game, they fall by a count of one twelve ninety-five, a seventeen-point Thunder triumph. There you go. Freddie's ice cream was good last night. Oh, that's right. That's right. Did you eat it in the car? <laughs> no, I ate it uh, at the arena. section 103. I, ah, that's a good win. You beat Houston six straight. You're, you're rolling, rolling, rolling. And we will see you again on Thursday in a, in a showdown with San Antonio that is not a very good San Antonio team this year. It's uh, it's a good win for OKC to have beaten that team there and then come home and you play them automatically again and you're riding a winning streak. You're supposed to beat that team, but you you went and took care of business twice. And really, Houston was hanging right with them the, uh, the whole you know, time, first half, and you know, good bit of the third quarter. But uh, once they flipped the switch, the uh, was it the end of the second quarter? It was when they got that rash of technical fouls and. I couldn't believe that they the the one play they went back to review. So they reviewed the charge on one end of the floor, mm-hmm. and it was correct. They they reversed the block and called it a charge. Then the other end of the floor, they upheld the foul call on uh, Houston. I, I thought review they were going to go call it a tie up. They didn't. That led to a couple of technical fouls, and OKC sort of didn't look back from there. Mm. So uh, today is Wednesday. Off night tonight, seven thirty tomorrow night in San Antonio. Tied for the top spot in the Western Conference. Think about that again. Tied for the top spot in the Western Conference. Not too shabby. Uh, Big story number three. Number three. Little content from the Combine. Sean Payton was at – this happened live during the show yesterday, so we didn't have the audio, but here's what Sean Payton said when asked about – there's a couple of factors here. You know, obviously the cap projections came out. We're further down the road with the draft class, obviously the pro-free agents. I would anticipate it being, uh, you know, within the next two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, Josh, for Russell Wilson's future to be determined. Are you buying that they have not made up their mind? Nope. <laughs> I mean, don't they pretty well know what they're going to do? I mean, they gotta, they've either got to find somebody who's going to take him in a trade or they just got to eat it. You got to cut him. I guess that's the part, right? right? Two weeks to find out if they can find a trade partner. I, I wonder. I don't understand a lot of, like the different kind of guarantees. I wonder since they decided to sit him, kind of like the Raiders did with Derek Carr, if that makes it any less of a hit that they have to deal with. Um, with him going forward, if they decide to move on from him, I I know that it would have guaranteed his deal, but if you designate him as a post-June 1 cut, okay, that's one thing, but I don't think that's going to make that big of a difference for them going forward. It's a lot of cash. Uh, Salary cap-wise. One one way or the other. Meanwhile, to get it back to a sooner, here's what Stephen Jones said about the future of C.D. Lamb. We are, you know, obviously, between Dak and between Micah and C.D., it's, you know, the salary cap's real for us, Uh, you know, with those three guys, you know, in a situation where we want to, you know, do deals with all three of them. Do you get to do everything you want to do with the salary cap? I don't think any team does. But uh, we're certainly going to be able to go out and go to work and, and, and get the things done that we feel like we need to get done to be successful. So, very yeah. generic. 
CD sticking around long term. That's what I got. Yeah, um, and that would be smart. I still don't feel like I give myself enough credit for telling all the Cowboy fans that as soon as they drafted as, CD, they had their number one. They're like, "Ah, oh, we got Amari Cooper." I'm like, "You got your one." Yeah, and he's well, become that. We'll see about all that, huh? Right. And uh, we did see about all that. Pretty good. All right. Anything else from the combine that's kind of caught your ear or caught your eye? Um, they had Todd Bowles on, but did Harbaugh say anything inter- interesting? Did he meet? I think Jim Harbaugh. I don't know if he spoke. Oh, he did. I don't know if he spoke. But yes, we're expecting to hear from him. Yes. Oh, here's one. Maybe this affects the draft. Uh, Raheem Morris, new head coach of the Falcons, asked about their plan at quarterback. Raheem. It's time to implement a couple new things. Go out there and find out who's going to be the trigger man for us, and put ourselves in position to win. And I don't. I'm not afraid to say that we have the ability and we're capable to go out there and win next year. If we do some of the right things, some of the right moves, we can do that. And that's not an arrogance. That's not a confidence. That's not a cockiness. That is more of a credit to the people that were in the building with me still and some of the people that are not there now and what they've been able to do. You know, if we had better quarterback play last year in Atlanta, I might not be standing here. Wow. Okay, um, big story number two. Number two. It's good stuff from Raheem telling us the quarterback play would be uh, important. <laughs> and, and then, by the way, basically saying, yeah, the quarterback play here sucked last year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, big story number two. We had a lot of good in college basketball last night, though. Um, a lot of Houston, they did give us this dramatic. Uh, they did give us this dramatic moment. Cougars inbound sharp right back to Shed. Three seconds. Shed the crossover. Shed driving. Kick out sharp. Right corner at the buzzer. Got it. Emmanuel Sharp hits the right corner three at the buzzer to take us to the half. Yeah, that was about the only dramatics from that game. Cincinnati played better in the second half, but Houston beat him 67-59. You know what? I'm happy about that. I didn't want Houston coming in here off a loss where they could be all angry about things. That's not what I need. No. I need them to be fat. Oh, just get fat and happy and eat bread. I just need them to come in here maybe a little bit overconfident because we know that can happen to Kelvin Sampson coach teams, right? Right. No. We, we no. hope this weekend. What? Uh, meanwhile, I don't. I can't believe they don't have a final call from the Kansas uh, Brigham the Kansas Young. game. BYU beat them last night, 76-68. Wow. Good job, uh, Fox Sports. Okay. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you really caring about the old college ranks there. We could probably find it on Twitter. You want me to do some digging? No, right? it's fine. Yeah, um, I'm going to DM you. What would you make of the domination last night by Texas? 81-69 to 69 was the final score. The final score does not indicate how big of a blowout that this game actually was. Uh, Sue had 21. It's a good win. 18 for Acemas. Good win on the road. I don't, how did Brock Cunningham only have nine points in that game? I felt like he was in the middle of everything. So, uh, Texas Tech, no longer the luckiest team in the league, I guess. Huh? <laughs> I think some of that luck is starting to come back to him. But that's a good win for Texas on the road. And then you mentioned it, uh, BYU 76, Kansas 68. BYU went 13 of 34 from the three-point line. Kansas only hit three. And no Kevin McCullers last night for Kansas, which they're just not a good team without him. What'd you find? You're laughing. I just he's, this rant pulling up from Mad Dog, <laughs> upset about Duke, uh, being upset about the court storming. Oh, Something gosh. about Mad Dog and his uh, rants on first take. I really do enjoy. 
I've got two shows. I'm filling in for Mad Dog next week. He comes sprinting up to that camera, and his his face takes up seventy five percent of the screen. <laughs> every <laughs> so every time they've had me fill in Josh on Doggy Show, it's been with a different person, and and every every single time when I'm doing it, it's just there's a part of me that wants to start screaming and yelling. What? It doesn't make any sense. Why do I do it? I'm what glad, I'm what glad a legend. His, I'm glad that his profile has grown. I'm glad you guys have been subjected to him more at first take than me in the conference calls to let him know. Nobody cares about football, college football. No, you talk Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's probably not one of his better opinions, but hey. Uh, all right, big, that one's a little bit sarcastic. Big story number one. Number, number one. one. Number one. Number one. Okay, wow, this is good. We've actually hit big story number one on time. Which means we can get you a little Ginny Barrage. Let's do it here. Sure. Why and not? then we'll do Kevin Henry and his perspective on the and Toby's perspective on the game tonight afterwards. Six o'clock, OU Texas women. Uh, OU women's basketball takes on Texas. Kevin Henry acronym to a victory next. Right. Um for seven o'clock tonight, right? Is that the right tip time? Seven o'clock for OU at Iowa State? I believe it is. Um This week, Ginny Baranchek met with the media. Yesterday, I guess to be exact. And I think it was one of the best press conferences start to finish I've ever listened to. Um, Here's her talking about how this team overcame adversity this year. I do feel like you need adversity in life, right, to be able to know that you can get up and you can go forward. And so if that's our adversity in life that we really needed, I felt like we had plenty of that before that point. Um, But I also feel like when, when especially, you know, we talk about resiliency, we talk about grit and – we as people need to fall down, roll up our sleeves, and, and go forward. And I think that has been something that I'm, I, I don't know if we necessarily needed all of that, but we did need the response. We did need, and I feel like we responded in the right way. And what I mean by that is I feel like we looked in the mirror, we owned it, we said, okay, this is, this is where we're at, this is what's happened, how do we get better? Not, oh, it was the officials. Oh, it was Skylar had a concussion. Oh, it was, you know, coach's fault. It was mom and dad's fault. It was whoever else's fault, right? Like, we didn't do any of that. And I think that's where we drew that line and said, okay, this isn't about whether or not you play well. This is about whether or not we play well. And I think we started to practice better. I think we started to understand that power of team more. So to answer it in short, sure. (laughs) Um, but I also think that we had, we still had a choice in that of how we were going to respond to that. And I think that uh, I'm really proud of the way that, that we've responded to that. There's more goodness coming from Jenny Baranchek on this show. When we come back, um, her thoughts on Texas, how the team keeps growing, and how they haven't tapped what they can potentially be. And listen, we got a big one in Ames tonight. How I'm a little optimistic. I'm overly optimistic about this. And I blame Kevin Henry and Toby Rowland for him. We'll find out next if you will buy in like I am on the Sooners getting a win in Hilton tonight on the road in Big 12 play right here on the ref. Two games tonight starting fairly close to each other. 6 p.m. inside the LNC, OU women square off against Texas to try to clinch a Big 12 championship. We'll hear more from Jenny Baranchek coming up. Great press conference. 
And then tonight at 7 o'clock in Ames, Iowa, Oklahoma will take on Iowa State. Josh, earlier on the T-Row in the Morning Show, Kevin Henry was a special guest, and he was asked what he thinks of the matchup. Uh, Matchup-wise, do you think this is a good or bad matchup? I think it's good. I I do, too. I think the Sooners match up well with these guys, and obviously we won in Norman this year, and we were talking about on the plane yesterday, I think we were the last team to beat them at home Mm -hmm. last season. And so there's got to be something to that with the matchups and such, and I I like their guard play is really good. I mean, those two guards that they have are two of the best backcourt in the the league. But, you know, Lose and and, and Javian has been playing well as well. So – I think this is a, a perfect matchup for the Sooners. We just got to, you know, stay stay with our core, stay down in a stance on defense, make sure we keep those guys out of the lane. They want to get to the lane, and you got to block them out. They don't take a bunch of threes. They they like to get downhill and go score in the paint or throw it up there and go offensive rebound it. So we got to block out. We we always talk about that, but this is tonight's game is more important than any. Mm. Uh-huh. Well, I like hearing that uh, they think it's a good matchup. Okay. Now go play well. 71-63 when these two teams played earlier this year. The Sooners won it. It's one of the best games OU's played this season. And it was the first game in Big 12 play for either team. And I won't lie to you, someone who was watching that game very closely, I kind of thought Iowa State might not have much the rest of the year. It's not a knock against Oklahoma. It's just I wasn't all that impressed. It shows you that you can't get caught up in one game. Oh, jeez. Because if you had watched uh, Houston at Iowa State, you would have thought, well, this is not the same Houston team right. that they've had. And, and obviously that's you that know, is not, not true. Not aged well. Not true. You um, you feeling better about JV and McCollum? I would imagine he's feeling better about JV and McCollum. Has- I expect him to come out and shoot with extreme confidence. And then I guess the other – oh, I mentioned this in the crossover, and I said I was going to tape it and just play it every single time. But we haven't seen many questions about John Hughley today on the program. But it seems – I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be postseason. I, he's on the trip, but he just had a procedure, what, last week. Not everyone is Adrian Peterson and can heal from an ACL in like three weeks. But it is, if there is anything that's been magnified over the last few games, Josh, he makes all the difference in the world for him. Sure. He really does. And I got to tell you something, Rivaldo Suarez, that's a baller right there. I hope he has a big game tonight. Still still not 100%, right? But he's just – Should be closer tonight. I hate to like sound so corny. It's like he's willing himself to do it, Josh. He's willing himself. That just sounds – Well, he probably is playing through some pain, though. Oh, Absolutely. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So that'll be at 7 o'clock tonight for Oklahoma in action in Ames, Iowa, against the Iowa State Cyclone. Anything else to add before we move on to women's hoops? Uh, I'm excited to watch this game tonight. It's uh, obviously you, you get this one, you get this one or the next one versus Houston, and all of a sudden I think Oklahoma's pretty safely in. I do too. All right, 6 o'clock tonight inside the Lloyd Noble Center. OU and Texas women's basketball. Jenny uh, B on what she's seen from Texas. They're just really good, and we know that. And so I don't think that we are 
uh, going to really focus on what's so much different in terms of uh, for them. We've got to be really good. We've got to rebound the basketball, clearly. Uh, we've got to really guard the paint. Uh, and then offensively, we've got to have really good movement. I love this question about the growth and measuring success for Oklahoma. Uh, here's what Coach had to say. This is great stuff. Well, I think we just keep growing. And I think we've experienced a game that we didn't feel like we were ourselves at all. And I think we're getting more convicted in terms of how do we keep getting better? And I think we've had really good like moments. Um, but I also don't know if we have really put both ends of the floor together. You know, we've had games where we've scored the ball well. We've had games where we've guarded really well. It, this is the type of game, this is the type of time of year, you don't get to be selective, you got to do everything. And so for us, I feel like we do continue to get better, but we've got to start to put that together. Well, and then there is, um, there was one more part of this, Josh. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, they're not in a position to where they've, they've come close to being what she thinks they're capable of being. Yeah, we're not tapped, right? Like, we haven't been our, our very best. So I think there is that, and I think this team just really focuses on that. I think one of the things that we continue to do is we focus on being in the moment. You know, our practice yesterday was really good. Today, I'm really excited to get back into practice today. So this team has a uh, um, just a just an everyday excitement and a, a unique togetherness that they really um, we've really grown a lot on and off the floor together so I don't I don't think we you know we talked so long so much about how we hadn't tapped anything right well you've seen glimpses now we've seen really good glimpses um, but we haven't seen 40 minutes and so I think that part everybody yearns for those 40 minutes of greatness right and that's the beautiful part about sport is that you're never going to be perfect but you keep responding and you keep growing and you keep getting better uh, so I think when we have that kind of enjoyment when we play that's when those really good things tend to find you. One more. One more. I thought this was the highlight of the whole press conference. And wins and losses are what matter. But do we need to spend more time celebrating growth and where you see improvement? Here's what Coach Bronchek said. I thought this was great. Yeah, that's that's probably a – I don't know if it's necessarily a really fair question. And I say that because, you know, we don't celebrate growth anymore. We celebrate wins or losses, right? Or we get so caught up in whether or not you lose to who you're not supposed to lose to, or you're supposed to beat people. And especially here at OU, right? I mean, you look at, you look at our football team and it's, you, you can never win enough. And if you do win, then you didn't run well or you didn't pass well or you didn't do this well, right? And so there's always those kinds of factors that go into it. And I think what we've been able to do is to say, okay, we fell short in some areas, but it wasn't one game that seems to be the, the central focus. It was a month and a half of hard and of growing, but we had the right ideas. We had the right looks. We had the right kind of mindset. Now, was it perfect? No. Um, and defensively, we had to get a lot better. Offensively, we had to get a lot better. And I think we've continued to do that. So is this the most I've ever seen a team grow? Right now, it feels like yes, because we're in it. 
Uh, but I, I don't know. I just think that there were so much extremes in terms of that win-loss column and less in terms of are we actually growing and getting better. So good. So good. So tonight, 6 o'clock, they've got a chance to clinch a Big 12 championship on let's, their home court. Let's go get it done. That's pretty awesome. Um, anything else on the hoop side to add? True. Uh, what uh, – coach was talking about there unfortunately that's the nature of this Mm -hmm. and uh with social media it amplifies right it's a wins and losses business she knows that but uh yeah at times we probably don't do enough celebrating individual growth and collective team growth i would outside of wins and losses i would say i can i put it like in a softball term what i've seen and what i've been around through the first uh 14 games of the year they've they've won games Right, but the way they've won games has been different, and people just are like, "Ah, oh, fifteen and zero, let's go." But in areas where they needed to improve, you've seen that progressively improve. Wait, in a progressive nature, you see the progress. I don't know why I'm trying to over. I don't know. I'm trying to get Wordy McWorderson on this, but you, you've seen the you've seen the growth, and. Now you look at it from that basketball side, and everyone's going to be like, wow, all the wins and losses. You know, is this a team that's grown the most? Like, well, I mean, you guys graded by wins and losses. We just needed to get better, you know, and we needed to do the little things better. And I think that's what you're seeing across the board. Tonight's going to be a fun night, I hope. Oklahoma and Iowa State, 7 o'clock, the men's side in Hilton. Oklahoma and Texas, 6 p.m. inside the Lloyd Noble Center. Get your tickets at Soonersports.com slash tickets or or – I don't really know. Is there any other or? I just always go to the website. Let's make it a double dip of dubs. There you go. It's Plank Show. When we come back to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Hour number three. It's the Plank Show. Back with you, Josh Elmer, alongside Chris Plank right here. It's the ref, the home of Sooner Fans. Mopping, roofing, and construction. They got you covered, Oklahoma. They also bring us hour number three of the Plank Show. Give Bob Moppin and his team a call. 405-703-3843. Mop and Roofing, a full-service company, family-owned and operated with over 35 years of experience. Insurance specialists that can help with fire and flood remediation work. Fully insured, licensed, bonded Mop and Roofing. Were you clapping? Sorry, I was stretching. I've got this thing where I, I, I think it's I, an I old thought age. you were trying to signal me. Sorry, I think it's this old age thing. It's like I'm always stretching. Well, that's Always. good. I mean, it probably makes you feel better. I, I hear that commercial we have for the stretch place. I'm like, I go there stretch. But then what am I going to do the rest of the day if I'm all stretched out? You know, it's killed Pro- part of my day, stretching. Right, go back over and stretch some more. You want to hit some of these texts, which are all about fast food? Uh, Brooke, I get my food, but usually eat it on my way home. Hot takes, Sonic drinks aren't that good anymore. Really? I, I guess I have a hot take. A drink's a drink. Like, if you get a soda, I mean, unless they just absolutely botch the mix, I mean, it's, it's really that. I mean, you, you either like Pepsi or Coke or you don't. Oh, I see what she. I see what she's saying. She means like their, uh, like the fruit, the strawberry. Yeah, the their made. quality oh. has. Diminished. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, 405 says Chris needs to turn in his Oki card for not knowing the Sonic rules. I, I, listen, 
I get told a lot by my family, uh, my wife's family, that I am not an Okie because I didn't, I wasn't born here. Even though I have lived in Oklahoma longer than most of you have probably been alive that listen to this program. This is my, this is my fortieth year living in this state, my forty-first year living in this state, and it's still well, you're. You're not from here. I'm like I've been here like as long as you've been alive, almost. The uh, I guess we should reset the crux of this conversation. For Go those ahead. That maybe missed it. Sonic, do you sit and eat at the stall? That's right. Do you take your food home? The other debate. Well, it is not a debate. There's there's one hard fast rule I should say. Y- you don't order a bunch of food through the drive-through right. at Sonic. Now other drive-throughs you do. Uh, Was not aware of this. Jason Johns, do not order food at the drive-thru, which that, if you just took that quote, mm-hmm. do not order food at the drive-thru, in and of itself does sort of uh, illuminate the right. hilarity of all of this. Yeah, exactly. Do not order food in the drive-thru where they have a menu hanging there with food on the menu. <laughs> it's a drive-thru uh, fast food restaurant. Do you know what? Brooke, Sooner Pops basically just gave you the double bird. He said the Sonic Cherry Nerd Slush is the Heisman of drinks. I... Question. As somebody who is a – I have two candies that I like. I like Crunchy Sprees and I like Nerds, but I only like the pink and purple Nerds. Let's quit nerding up our Nerds. It's pink, it's purple, that's all we need, okay? I can't imagine drinking a Nerd is a good thing or chomping one that's been frozen a little bit. I have found when I go to these – Yeah, that is dangerous for your teeth. I have found whenever I would go – in the Earth RIP that we loved – the yogurt places where you can put all the things in it, that when you put things like nerds and gummy bears, they freeze up even more, and it's harder to eat and drink. I, I do not under I, – I am not familiar with your ways here. Somebody decided that was a good call, and, well, they have been popular. You, you can't say they're not. I guess so. The 405, absolutely do not order food in the drive-thru. It is rude. There's no reason to do that. And because I'm usually buying for several people, I, I take it home. So that's that's, that's an agree agree. This is a guy that's kind of speaking or a gal that's kind of speaking my language here. Uh, the nine one eight though, this just came in said, Chris, please tell me you tip at Sonic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sonic is one of the original OGs to where they're taking the time to bag my order and bring it out to me. Then they're they're getting a little bit more than. Where's the place that I was? There was a certain taco place that, that I love in this. That town. goes into again part of why you should order the food at the stall because that's right. It, it leads people to be less inclined to tip when they go through the drive-thru. So you order a bunch of food, and all of a sudden now you're not tipping for it. That's right. I find that if I go to a – well, and I, guess, I haven't been to McDonald's in years. But I, I went to a certain taco place in town that I love. And after the lady took – who she just took my order. That's it. That's all she did. She's like, it's going to ask you a question there. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> – Here? At, at this establishment? I mean, I, I, I don't even know what my experience is going to be because I'm going to sit down here and eat. I can't make up my mind on a tip right now. But when I'm at Sonic, yes, always. And they give you that option pretty quick on your card. One more here. The okay. Waffler uh, on this, anyways. <laughs> I got to change his name. That the was Waffler. Me. It's not a rule, but it sure should be. Most people are idiots and order <laughs> tons of food in the drive-thru. If you're going to make a big order that takes forever, get in a stall. Yeah, and here's TC and T-Town. We know you're not an Oki Plank because you call it soda and we call it pop. Yeah, that was one of my first things that I realized is not ever going to change in my vernacular. 
is if you want a soda, get a Coke. You get a Coke. Yeah, you, or want you get a, a Coke? pop. Right. I mean, it's just it's never. And I don't. I mean, again, I'm not trying to be like, whoa, Floyd, Floyd. I don't drink a lot of sodas in general because it was really a problem back in the day. Uh, so it's like if I have a soda, it's like me having dessert. It's it like, is pop a, where I come from and as it's well. The, when I do have a pop, I don't care what brand it is. Dr Pepper, root beer, Pepsi Coke. As long as it's not anything diet, when I have it, it's the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. I'm if you refer you right to now. a pop or a soda as, hey, uh, what Dr. Pepper do you have, then I'm sorry. We're done here. <laughs> yeah, we're done. I do like I got a dually. I go where I want. I do what I want. I thought this was America. Uh, that's one of those fascinating things, though, that tells you where you're from from the country. That's true. Like a roundabout or a circle, you know, what do you refer to it as? Big Rich writes, if Josh were single, he would park in the stall and eat so he could wave at the babes in the next stall. <laughs> he might even offer to share his tots. <laughs> uh, Extra cheese tots. And then uh, Camel writes, I used to eat my food in the stall until they took away the little shelf under the order screen. Yeah, where I could put my tray. I think they only do that like at an A&W anymore. I, can I tell you what I did miss? I drove by it the other day. Man, I miss Sooner Dairy. I miss Sooner Dairy. Has anyone bought it? I'll buy it. I'll reopen it. Do you think the equipment still works? What are they asking for? Is classics, classic 50s, is it, uh, is it going away too? Well, if you listen to what their manager had to say, or their owner, when we lost, um, oh, what's my place that I loved on the corner, Barry and, and Lindsay, that just closed down? Penny Hill. Deli Penny Bar Hill. and Char. Yeah, Penny Hill. She's like, you know, it's hard right now. But yet, here's the thing I never understand. We lose Penny Hill. We lose other restaurants that I see people at. But yet, I still have never seen anyone. I saw Josie Jr. last week talk about how he's never seen anyone in line at the Arby's. I still have never seen anyone in line <laughs> at the um, Carl's Jr. on 24th. I still have, I've <laughs> that never, is a ghost town. I've that's, never that's seen true. anyone there. And yet it's still hopping business-wise. And I've never seen anyone at the KFC on Lindsay. But yet, as open as ever. Corporate support. Never. Corporate support. Uh, So did we come to a conclusion on this? I don't know. I think you're going to have to toss a poll out. All right. We'll do it. A lot of people have very – they have very specific rules on this, too. Uh, Like Mojo Bo. Has this changed your opinion today, do you think? If I'm by myself, I will eat at the stall. Ordering for more than one, I take it home. Do you know what you know what Mojobo? I just I think I've been turned on this a little bit. I think I've gone to your side on one, and I think I've gone to your uh, gr- uh, your fiance side on the other. Your eat there. If I'm by myself, I think I'm eat there because I don't want to give my stuff to my kids. I don't know. As soon as I go home, unless I get <laughs> unless I get instant regret, or as I like to refer to it, the uh, foot long chili cheese coney. <laughs> Where you're like, that looks so good, and you take you you wolf that thing down, and then when you're done, you're like, oh, heartburn. Jeez, what was I heartburn? But now I'm going to be in only to the drive-through for soda guy, or pop, or whatever. It's okay to order one or two food items. Okay. You just can't order, you know, a family size order. This absolutely made this show better today. I just want to make sure that you know that, Josh. In a world filled with debates over the number of crackers that you eat. We found a bright spot here today in really singling out one of our favorite, most 
important Oklahoma iconic brands of Sonic and, and laying out some rules. I knew that we were sitting on something. I just didn't know when the right <laughs> opening was to deploy you, it. You felt so bad for me that nobody cared to talk about the stupid Greg Swain report or my NFL mock drafts that are out there. You're like, I got you, buddy. You, you, you can have your – I'll be like the old man in the retirement home. We're like, oh, no, every, no, they want to hear about sports. No, they do. I promise you. <laughs> well, do you remember the great Sonic debate of 2024? <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, we got a break. When we come back, gosh, we're done. We'll put a wrap on this edition with our Primrose Funeral Services final thoughts on the wrap. So, can if I play audio on this computer, does it work? Do you know? Uh, I don't think so. Like, can you hear that anywhere? I will take it. That's a big N-O spell. No. no. What is it? Primrose Funeral Services, final thoughts, primrosefuneralservice.com. I know it's not an easy conversation. That's why we bring you our final segment, Final Thoughts, brought to you by Primrose, to remind you to pre-plan your memorial, memorial, if I can speak. And no one is better to help you out than the experts at Primrose. Josh, I've seen the highlights all morning. I'm not going to lie. I was not in tune with what had happened between Indiana and Wisconsin last night up in your neck of the nape, nape, nape of the woods, Big Ten country. But Indiana beat Wisconsin. Pretty big win for the Hoosiers, who kind of stink this year. But the story is that the entire arena had to be evacuated with the game tied because fire alarms wouldn't stop going off. This was, uh, I think, what, just right at the start of the second half? I'm watching the video. There it goes. There you go. Fire alarm. 54, 10, 06 left in the second half. Mm. There's everybody filing out. Gone. See you. Got to get out. We don't know what's going on. They won't stop. Wisconsin head basketball coach Greg Gard has noted good guy caught the ire of some Indiana fans when he said, and I quote, I thought it was a great timeout from whomever from Indiana pulled the fire alarm. He's always he got to call shenanigans, huh? Right. So fans, obviously, as you might imagine, are up in arms with all they could be. Honestly, whenever I saw this and I heard that, because I hadn't thought about it, even though it became the most used joke ever, I'm surprised this hasn't happened more often. It's like what's it's like things are going poorly. I, I get it. I'm sure there's jail or you get a fine or something, but someone just now figured out that when things are going south. Hey, hit that fire alarm. Save the day. All right, we've waited. Now's the time. See, I say that, and then you just – we're going into a new stadium this week, and you just never know what might trigger something. So I don't want to make fun of anything. It's like, oh, how can you not figure out when the fire – Ah, you know, ah, we are opening Love's Field this week. Let, let's get through this weekend first. If some alarm gets tripped and we don't know how, to, how it got tripped. The second thing that I wanted to get in Primrose Funeral Services final thoughts – Everybody do yourself a favor, and at some point today in your scrolling or in your mindless social media-ing, you got to find the video of the kid getting carried out of the Texas Tech game last night. Well, he had a bleep UT shirt on. Josh, he's in handcuffs. There's one, two, three. There's about four cops that are carrying him out. Five, six. He's cuffed. His hands are over his head, and while he's being carried out, he's chanting, F-U-T, F-U-T. 
I was scared. I was like, what does that spell for a moment? <laughs> it's fit. And he's got a mullet. And he looks like he's like a high school wrestler that is just being a bro in college. Yeah, that is. Uh, getting carried out. <laughs> getting carried out. That's a story. Oh, my gosh. And I guess they caught it all live last night on ESPN2. <laughs> they oh, get- they were broadcasting it? Yeah, they were broadcasting because it was during the moment whenever they stopped the game because things were being thrown on the floor. And you just happen to see this guy in the background. Getting cuffed? <laughs> no, he's already cuffed, man. They are carrying him up the steps. He didn't want to go. You know how the railing on the two sides the railing is where his body is, and there's cops on each side of the steps that are walking this Texas Tech guy so out. So he's probably got a resisting charge coming. I don't think that it, and I don't think it affected the game too terribly much at that point. I mean, Texas was up 25 points. If anything, it might have might have helped bring Tech back into it some, but yeah, no doubt that guy stops and eats at Sonic Absolute. in the stall. He eats in the stall, and then he'll go in the drive-through. Orders. <laughs> A huge meal. Someone didn't make me laugh earlier because I talked about how I don't like ordering on the app because it's like, it's just, I'm right here. Why why do I need to order on the app? But also, I tend to order way too much food on the app. You're like, I I can use that. That doesn't sound bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, add one of those. Next thing you know, you look down, it's like, I'm spending 40 bucks at Sonic? What just happened? I have developed, yes, a bad habit of ordering one too many things and we go out and about to the movies. Oh, gosh. Don't take me to the movies, man. Amanda's like, no, you don't need that. You don't need the the hot dog, the two ice cream cones. You don't understand. I really plan on being into this movie. (laughs) Sorry. The next thing you know, you've eaten it all. It is still in the uh, previews. Like, dang, now what am I going to eat during the movie? We don't need Reese's Pieces with the large popcorn. Hey, I watched the Netflix the new documentary. Did you like it? I figured it out in the first 10 minutes. Oh, you knew. I I, I, fi- I didn't cheat or anything. I stopped it. Lover, stalker, killer. Yeah, I stopped it, and I turned to the person I was watching it, my wife, and I said, this, this is, is what up. happened. And she, she was like, no. She's like, oh, okay. And then it's, so I had that mindset. But it was crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it is pretty good. Y'all have a great rest of your Wednesday. Primrose Funeral Service brings you our final thoughts. They're also getting you ready for Parker Thune and Drake next right here on The Ref.